Good morning and welcome to Emily in the Morning. This is the podcast in which I share my morning cup of coffee with a poem by Emily Dickinson, and I share that poem with you. Today we have one of my favorites, it's the one that begins, Success is Counted Sweetest. Success is counted sweetest by those who ne'er succeed. To comprehend a nectar requires sorest need. Not one of all the purple host who took the flag today can tell the definition so clear of victory as he defeated, dying, on whose forbidden ear the distant strains of triumph burst agonized and clear. So that's the whole thing, it's just three stanzas. Uh, I feel like I always say that, but I'm always surprised by the time I get to the end of one of Dickinson's poems at just how short they are and how much she manages to fit into them every time. It's been 67 times in a row, but it still surprises me. So uh, let's just go through the images. The meter is regular, um, the rhyme scheme is as usual, A, B, C, B, so I'm just going to leave that there, look at a few of the images, and then we'll wrap up for this absolutely wonderful gem of a poem. So the first two lines, I think, are just the the thesis, if you will, right? The sort of point that she's trying to prove in the rest of the poem. So success is counted sweetest by those who ne'er succeed, right? And I think she's understanding here, she's giving this a sort of a maxim, but she's understanding that wanting something is in many ways the best way of understanding what that thing is because you perceive the good of that thing in the lack of it and then she gives her first example and which is <laughs> typical um, for emily a nature example so to comprehend a nectar requires sorest need so let's move on to the second san second stanza uh, not one of all the purple hosts who took the flag today so now we've moved into a militaristic image host meaning um, host of armies, right? She's capitalized host, she's capitalized flag to sort of draw our attention to the new image that we have been given. And then she just finishes the thought, can tell the definition so clear of victory. Now it's the end of the stanza, but there's no punctuation at all in that entire stanza. It's all just words, just no dashes, no commas, nothing, which is surprising, unusual. So I think we're kind of meant to use that example to propel us into the next stanza, the final one, where suddenly in that first line of the final stanza, we have all of the dashes come back to us again, right? As he defeated dying, right? So the word dying is isolated with a pair of dashes, significant there. On whose forbidden ear, the distant strains of triumph burst agonized and clear. So there's a couple of phrases I want to unpack here, but again, I'm trying to keep it short. Um, so the forbidden ear, I like how she uses the word forbidden, where she might, she might easily, well, you can always say she could have chosen something else. It's always true, but it's rather trivial to say. Um, but the concept of the ear being forbidden to hear about the victory, right? Victory is unknowable to this defeated person. And yet the str distant strains of triumph so strains like strains of a melody, right? Sort of a musical image, right? We almost get sort of like a memories of bugle sounding, maybe. Um, burst, agonized, and clear. So it's interesting, again, the blending of the emotions of the strains of triumph with 
the perception of that strain by the forbidden ear and whoever that defeated dying person is. Um, so the agonized and clear refers, agonized is definitely just the person who is, has this forbidden ear and has been defeated. But clear is an interesting word to leave us on, right? So he's reached the definition. So in that sense, it's almost hearkening back to the next stanza. But it also gives us the sort of the type of sound this is, right? It's almost, it's a pure note. It's, there's no harmony here. It's just a sort of a clear, um, isolated sound of victory, which is painful, but only understood in its absence. All right, so that is all I'm going to say about this poem for today, but I will talk to you again. <laughs>